This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. up this week on a year since Russia invaded Ukraine. Sadly, Richard Belzer, one of the popular actors from Law and Order, that franchise, dies. Jimmy Carter in hospice, the former president. How was your weekend? That's just some of what we're going to talk about as we motor through here. Once again, Kate Delaney, as always, happy to be the skipper of uh, this ship as we really are navigating some wild times, I would say, here and across the world. This show is about what's going on in your backyard, mine, and uh, how it all washes out for all of us. So here's the thing about the uh, Jimmy Carter, the presidency of Jimmy Carter, and a lot of that's talked about. Of where, where do you, you know, where do you rank Carter? And at this point, he's 98. He's chosen to forego medical treatment. He's getting hospice care at home. Here's the thing about Carter. For the things that he messed up that you didn't like, the one thing that he somehow was really good at was being the ambassador for the United States in tricky situations. Whether it was a Republican president or a Democratic president, they went to Carter, and so many times he bridged the gap where there was conflict. He found a way to break through that noise. That's what he was good at. And that's why it didn't matter who was in the White House when they needed Jimmy Carter for that. They rang him up. So right now, you know, if he's getting that hospice care at the age of 98, it's going to be all about the timeline of what uh, happens next, I think, with, with Jimmy Carter and then another president Uh, We lose another president, and then it becomes about the ceremonial part of it, ultimately. The 39th president, Jimmy Carter. And I'll tell you briefly, I had a run-in with Jimmy Carter by accident. I was working at a huge station in Dallas, Texas, and the station was just a jewel of a station, a 50,000-watt blowtorch in a really top market, because Dallas, of course, is a top-five market which is neither here nor there, except for that the president was coming to a game. He was, and, he, and, and actually, he was, uh, was going to be with Bush Jr., who was a part owner of the Rangers. And he was down in the station where I was working, and I was busy because I was running around with the Rangers and getting ready for a sports show, and um, I was in the break room. And I turned around, and all of a sudden I saw that Carter smile, and he said, excuse me, do you know where I can get some coffee? And I I was just flummoxed, like, uh, Mr. President, well, we have crummy coffee here, is what I think I said to him. It's stale, it's old, I think there's a better place to get coffee. He was in the studio to do an interview with somebody uh, that was in the news department. But anyway, we had a little quick interaction, and he... He was pretty funny when he he said, thanks for your honesty. I don't like stale coffee either. So again, Carter at 98, the longest living president in American history. And after a series of short hospital stays, he's spending his remaining time at home with his family and getting that care. Instead, they're not talking about what conditions prompted the hospital visits or his decision to enter hospice care. But he survived a series of health crises, including about with skin cancer, which spread to his liver and brain, and as well as repeated falls and those kinds of uh, things. I mean, it's interesting because he's really defied illness and death for years, outlasting two presidents who followed him as well as his own vice president. And he became officially the longest living president in March 2019 when he passed former President George H.W. Bush, who died the previous um November. So that's where we're at with that. And I mentioned a law and order actor. I was a big fan of, of law and order. I think working crazy hours, even when I was, even when I was doing a morning show, 
somehow Law and Order popped up on my radar screen. And for a long time, it was one of the very few things I watched. You know, that like sticks in your head. So Richard Belzer, who actually was a was a known comedian in, in his time and also actor, was known for playing John Munch, the detective, across a bunch of NBC crime dramas, including Law and Order Special Victims Unit, over more than two decades. He was 78 years old. He's died. His manager says he passed away peacefully early Sunday morning at his home in France. But I think, you know, certainly he had other roles that he played, but what he really was known for was playing that detective because law and order in that franchise certainly had big tentacles and a lot of reach. And he was a a long time actor on that show, by the way, he was an established author and known as a, a conspiracy buff. He wrote the book UFOs, JFK and Elvis conspiracies. You don't have to be crazy to believe. He also wrote several comedy books and novels, including I am not a cop a fictionalized story about a TV actor who plays a detective and has to solve his friend's disappearance. So his last role was um, was actually a movie that, that I saw and really liked. He was in the 2016 film The Comedian, which starred Robert De Niro. He portrayed uh, himself, Belzer portrayed himself in that movie. So Rip... To Detective Munch, a.k.a. Richard Belzer. Excellent, excellent job uh, on that show. All right, so where are you at when it comes to Ukraine and a year later? Remember when this first happened, when Russia first invaded Ukraine and so many people were talking about that it wouldn't be very long, that maybe it would be a couple of months and... You know, how they had lined up the tanks and they were going toward Kiev. And now here we are a, a year later. And on Friday, it will officially become a year since that invasion rolled out. And y- you think of from the beginning what this has been kind of cast as and how you have leaders in the West, including the United States, pledging to support Ukraine for as long as necessary. And that's one of the conversations that's happening in the U.S., something that affects you and I. How much money is too much money, or is there a ceiling when it comes to donating money to help Ukraine fight against crazy Putin, the czar with, as some say, no empire, who needs this victory for his own survival on the world stage. So that is an interesting question to tackle because there are some that are saying the spigot is just too big and it's running for way too long. We're going to do an unofficial poll on this show. What do you think? Kate at katedelaneyradio.com. Click on contact and let me know. Thumbs up or thumbs down to more aid to Ukraine. You got lots of lawmakers who are urging stronger Ukrainian support because of the worries over China. And our Secretary of State warning that China, you know, warning China against giving lethal support to Russia. So this is where we're at in this tug of war. More details on Ukraine and Russia and a few other world stage items as well. It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. We all know something big is coming. And that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. 
Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Hey guys, why settle for poor quality Pouty Arco that's sold by stores and online resellers when you can get Tahibo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea at drinksupertea.com or 818-965-9113. The Tahibo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea is only available at drinksupertea.com. 818-965-9113. 818-965-9113. That's drinksupertea.com. Ever feel completely down on your luck, whether it's your career or just your life? Do you look at other people and wonder, why them, not me? I'm Kate Delaney. I did it. I admit it. I've learned some valuable and priceless lessons from some of the rock stars I've interviewed over the years, like Sir Richard Branson or the late, great John Madden, and I want to share them. Want to laugh? Want to learn? Want more out of life? Then pick up a copy of my book, Deal Your Own Destiny, Increase Your Odds, Win Big, and Become Extraordinary. Get it on Amazon today. Flying over Hawaii. So this apparently was uh, aimed for Hawaii, but it was blown off course. Some details on this Chinese balloon that was shot down after crossing the continental United States. And Anthony Blinken, the Secretary of uh, State, said that his meeting didn't go exactly as planned over the whole balloon incident thing, by the way. He didn't get that apology he thought that he would get. So, interesting. We're still stuck on this. What are the rules? What's the deal with the balloons? What in the heck is going on with China? Give me a break on that. And as I said before, your thoughts on Ukraine and where we are with funding, where you are in what's happening in in this war situation. I mean, Ukraine is pressing U.S. Congress members for F-16 jet fighters because they need it. I mean, how do you sustain going into the second year of the war? And, of course, President Zelensky is saying there must be no taboo on weapon supplies to Ukraine, right? Because Ukraine needs the weapons. They're saying... We we got to move. That's what the deal is. And look, you have grain shipments that are dropping as the ship backups are starting to grow. And of course, a lot of people don't realize this, but Ukraine is like the capital of grain in many senses of where it's sent for the survival of so many people. So we're talking about a year on Friday. Did I think it was going to go a year? Yes. I said maybe a couple months into this, yeah, this isn't wrapping up anytime soon. Look what's happening, and there's no way Putin backs down. There's no way he's going to he's going to say, okay, you know what? 
let's figure this out. Let's compromise. No, 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 no. No, that wasn't, that's not in the cards. And especially now, this is legacy. This is life on the big stage. This is what Putin's about. I would be stunned of everything that's ever happened the entire 16 years I've done this show. I would be so stunned if that happened. I don't think so. So again, unofficial poll. What do you think? Where are we with coughing up the coin for the F-16s and more? Kate at KateDelaneyRadio.com. Because there is a big push there. They have to have it this is you know this is about survival in in the press of with the full court press from russia of the military they they do have because that's their big problem is trying to get more soldiers to amp up and want to come back and want to serve instead of trying to flee the cities that they live in in russia and not have to have a, a performance in Ukraine, not wanting to go there. So that's what you have. You have lobbying over the weekend uh, on the sidelines of the Munich Security Conference talks between Ukrainian officials, I- including Democrats and Republicans from the Senate and the House of Representatives. So you had Senator Mark Kelly, a former astronaut, who flew U.S. Navy fighters in combat, he said over the weekend, they told us they want the F-16s to suppress enemy air defenses so they could get their drones. Biden last month, this is why this is significant and why it does affect us, Biden said last month no when he was asked if he would approve Ukraine's request for Lockheed Martin-made F-16s. And over the weekend... From the White House, the official word was that we're focusing on providing weapons that can be used immediately on the battlefield rather than fighter jets that require extensive training. They didn't rule out F-16s, but that was the reason that was given and that there's going to be these discussions over the next few weeks and months. And, you know, there were four delegations from the Senate and the House combined in what's been called the largest number of U.S. lawmakers to go to Europe's premier security gathering since it started in 1963. And part of the reason is they were demonstrating bipartisan, bipartisan support for Ukraine. And the conference primarily focused on Ukraine days before this anniversary. So lots of grinding it out, lots of battles, especially in the eastern Donbass region right now following a bunch of russian um beatdowns so this is the support going to happen or not i mean here the f-16 we know is one of the most versatile multi-role jet fighters no question about it hey we know they can shoot down balloons and more (laughs) i mean i'm i am seriously in awe of what the f-16 can can do so they're adapting the ukraine air force is adapting but they're having trouble with what they can stop and knowing that if they could get some of those f-16s it's more advanced and it they would have to ramp up the training that's true but if they could have them they're saying that would make such a huge difference you know you had republican senator lindsey graham who said there's a lot of lawmaker support it's broad in wanting to train Ukrainian pilots on F-16s. He thinks that the Biden administration is just going to agree to do it. And he said he, he wasn't worried that the F-16s would ex- escalate the conflict. You know, because he was on the Sunday Swirl, which is I call the talking heads on the tube, on the networks, talking politics. And he said, don't worry about provoking Putin. Worry about beating him, which I agree. Just beat him. Let's just beat him. Forget about provoking. He's already provoked. I mean, look, Washington has coughed up $30 billion in military aid to Ukraine since the beginning of what Moscow calls its special military operation. And you got to think about last month, France, Britain, U.S., Germany, they all, all, all of our allies, basically, chipped in with modern battle tanks because they needed those. So I'm curious as to what this audience says, because I've heard some people, I've been sampling some local talk radio shows, not syndicated shows, and 
hearing what people were saying about, you know, especially after Biden said no, but now Lindsey Graham saying, oh, that don't worry, that's going to change. And then talking about bipartisan support. But there were some people uh, feeling that, I don't know, is there is there a moment where we say, OK, we can still keep helping, but we, you know, do we do we really have the time? Do we do we have the resources, which we have the resources, but do we use the resources in that direction? And I can't imagine that's not going to happen, by the way. All right. Then the other big thing, you know, we talk about China, but North Korea fired two ballistic missiles off its east coast. South Korea announced that the military said that on Monday. So, you know, Kim Jong-un warned the isolated and nuclear armed state could turn the Pacific into a firing range. Great. And this comes just two days after North Korea fired uh, an ICBM, which is intercontinental ballistic missile into the sea off Japan's west coast, which then, of course, prompted the joint air exercises by the U.S. and South Korea on Sunday. I mean, North Korea confirmed it fired two projectiles from multiple rocket launchers. And that where were they aiming the targets? 245 miles away, 209 miles away. Japan's defense minister said the two ballistic missiles fired reached a maximum altitude of about uh, 100 kilometers and 50 kilometers, traveling pretty far before falling outside of Japan's, what they call Japan's EEZ. So no reports of damage to the aircraft or any ships or anything like that. But um, Japan saying, look, North Korea's series of actions, including the repeated ballistic missile launches, threaten the peace and security of Japan, the region, and the international community. So tension has been there, but it is rising. It is rising even more. And what do you think is going to happen? You know, Pyongyang threatening this persistence that they're going to have strong response you know, after now what's happened. So look, Monday's missile launch, to put it in perspective, is the North's, North Korea's third major weapons test this year. We're not even through the second month of the year. That's how many they've had. So be the judge. What do you think is going to happen when you do that? It is crazy, and it's crazy when you see... Like I saw a photograph of Kim Jong-un watching a missile test. Just boom, looks up into the sky. Just a silhouette watching it just fly across the sky. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Coming up next, your thoughts on all kinds of things as we hit the mailbag. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com, GCNfood.com. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. USA News Update. The upcoming crewed rocket launch from Florida Space Coast scheduled for next month, March 1st. NASA said three astronauts and a cosmonaut will embark on a Falcon 9 rocket from SpaceX to the International Space Station and spend six months conducting research. 
Former President Trump has been ordered to pay more than $350 million in his New York State civil fraud trial. He's also facing a three-year ban on conducting business in New York State. A former FBI informant facing charges for allegedly lying about President Biden's involvement in his son Hunter's foreign business dealings. Egypt reportedly building a refugee camp near the Gaza border in anticipation of a potential conflict if Israel attacks the southern city of Rafah. Corey Myers, USA News. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Let's dig in the mailbag. Thanks for all of your emails. Remember, you can always send me your thoughts. I like to say it 24-7, Kate at KateDelaneyRadio.com. So, full mailbag. Let's rip through it and try to get as many in as we can. I appreciate it. Don says, hey, Kate, what's the deal with uh, Tom Sizemore? I just saw something that came across my screen earlier in the day that he had some sort of a brain aneurysm. Yeah, he um, he's hospitalized and in critical condition, not good uh, with a brain aneurysm. I mean, you nailed it. He, uh, you know, it was it was something that if you know anything about brain aneurysms, just from the the scant details that are out, that all of a sudden. He found himself, um, all of a sudden the people, he was with somebody and boom, next thing you know, he was being rushed to the, uh, to the hospital. I just had a conversation with somebody about brain aneurysms and how sometimes they're, you know, luckily for him they caught it. Sometimes they're so undetectable, you know, or detected too late, I guess is the way to say that. So Don, we'll keep our eye on that. I think of Reservoir Dogs when I think of Tom Sizemore, but he's really had a lot of great character roles. All right, we move on to Joe, who wanted to talk about North Korea and the missiles, and he says, uh, hey, Kate, I think that Kim Jong-un is a complete narcissist, and let's face it, it is the ultimate communist country. He is an authoritarian there's no question about it. He likes his war toys, and he likes to taunt and provoke, and I think that's why he rolls out those launches more to provoke than anything else. And um, 
what is he doing? I mean, of course there's going to be a response to that. And if I'm Japan, I'm absolutely not thrilled by anything that can reach anywhere near uh, mine, you know, small cities or suburbs or big cities in, in Japan. Japan has a lot to worry about. They've got the problem with China trying to steal Taiwan, and then they have uh, the nonsense with North Korea, and then, of course, the relationship with North Korea and China. So Asia is definitely an area that we got to really, really pay attention to, which I think we are. And the balloon gate nonsense and shooting down the Chinese balloon, which should have been shot down way before it reached South Carolina, was an absolute necessity. Who cares if it called off the uh, Secretary of State's initial trip and created more tension? Because we already have tension with China. It's that whole thing about keeping your uh, enemies close and your friends, in a way, even closer. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, well, you know, of course, you just nailed it. I mean, we I just had talked about that. It, it is about his ego. It is about the show of force. It is showing the world that, you know, hey, by the way, we've got these missiles. And I think there is... That is his thing. His thing is to show off the hardware, if if you will, and that's exactly that's exactly what he's doing, and to to uh, stir the pot, to provoke that that kind of thing. All right, so we move on to Max, who says, um, "Hi, Kate. I have to say, I'm so glad when you talked about heroes that you mentioned the teams of firemen from the U.S." that went to Turkey and Syria in that earthquake-ridden area because you see any photos or video coming out of there. I can't even believe how many people have actually been pulled from flattened buildings. That is miraculous. But it's very sad to see the death toll keep climbing, and I don't even think uh, we're anywhere near what would be the final count, if you will, and it's got to be incredibly disheartening for those families to try to figure out what to do while they're still dealing with the loss of, you know, entire families, young kids and other older generations. Can you just imagine all of a sudden your world is ripped apart like that? I can't. You know, it's over or close to 50,000 now. That is the amount of people that supposedly have um, perished in this earthquake, and you think of the aftershocks and what the damage, I mean, just what that's, what it caused. And you had so many giant buildings close together and, and the collapse in the middle of the night. I mean, some people, most people, they just didn't have a, didn't have a chance. They didn't have a, they didn't have a chance to, to make it. And... Yay. Yay for the people that are helping and doing everything they can, and especially with the expertise that they have, and that's the whole thing, search and rescue, getting over there where firemen are excellent at that, and there were teams that went over there, and there were so many others from so many other countries that have that expertise that, that went and helped, too, because you could, they just can't have enough people that are over there helping out. I mean, just it's just devastating, and the supplies and, and the 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 arms and the help that they need and the equipment they need is off the charts for sure. Okay, let's move on to this one from Richard, who says, Kate, I was um, wondering what you thought of the Kansas City Chiefs winning another Super Bowl so close to the last one they won, and then, of course, the loss in between. You just have to wonder, is Pat Mahomes the next Tom Brady? Is he, he, is he the next GOAT? And is Kansas City primed for yet another run? I, I got to tell you, Chiefs, I'm not a Chiefs fan, but if you're a Chiefs fan, you have to be pretty pumped up by what you've seen from the Chiefs in the last five or six years. And was that not the smartest draft choice ever to go with Pat Mahomes? And so maybe we shouldn't have been surprised just watching how he came out of the gate because 
the way that uh, he plays and the way that his teammates step up around him, they do have something special, though I think it's hard to create any kind of a dynasty uh, these days. Uh, well, I agree, because you have, you have parity now in the, the league somewhat, right, because of the salary cap. And there's always the whole injury factor, although all the coaches I've ever interviewed in any sport, and especially in football, they don't lean on that because they know that their opponents have to deal with the same thing. So they don't like to whine about, well, we had this injury or we had that happen. They'll talk about it when they have to, but they don't want to use that as an, as an excuse, right? So, you know, what kind of moves does Kansas City make in future drafts? Because they're, they're not going to have great draft choices. And what about veteran players? And it's all about manipulating that salary cap. I mean, that's the, the key thing. One of the most important people in an, an, on an NFL team are the people, and it may be a group of people, that really know how, are like capologists, and know how to work the salary cap, know how to, to work with the scouts, know how to um, pour through massive amounts of data and just look at every angle and every possibility that they can when they're trying to make decisions, especially, you know, draft day, and then what they're doing, sizing up the rest of the team and what they're doing in, with their veteran players, I mean, of course. And now the stakes are higher than ever because of the amount of money that that's floating around in sports in general, but absolutely when it comes to the NFL. Once the gates were kicked open for, for betting especially, then that changed things even more. And the thirst to talk about the NFL and to um, have – more, you know, more um, coverage of the NFL in so many cases, sports radio stations, television, uh, new media formats. It it is the highest, I think, that I've ever, ever, ever seen it. So to answer your question, I guess, is Pat Mahomes. He certainly has a chance. You know, a couple of rings, his age, he's in that 20-something uh, list of quarterbacks. I think he wins a couple more for sure. I'd be I'd be very surprised if he uh, if he didn't. All right, let's move on to this one from Manny. And Manny says, "Hey Kate, I um, you know I've heard you talk about the weather a lot, and I agree with you. I you said something that I've kind of coined now. It is the common denominator of the everyday man because." When when you're in a room full of strangers or find yourself in those situations in uh, on a plane or in an elevator or whatever, the weather comes up because it's what we're all dealing with, the elements. And especially when you've had harsh, massive winter storms to deal with, heavy snow or rain or some of the other things that uh, people deal with, whether it's that massive amounts of, of rain and flooding and cancellations. I mean, weather weather is the common denominator. And uh, I think he called it weather porn, that the Weather Channel became so popular because people were so addicted to finding out everything they could about the weather, and the Weather Channel just grew and grew and grew and grew. And um, the popularity of the people that were on the Weather Channel did as well, and I can understand that. Yeah, you know what's um, interesting, too, is because it's technology, you can, there's so many pieces of minutia that you can get about the weather on your iPhone or whatever kind of phone you have, you know, whatever your mobile device is, because when they have it, the charts, et cetera, you can find hour to hour when the rain is going to get lighter or what's predicted in the forecast is pretty amazing. Uh, how we can nail the weather now. All right, stay with us coming up. The Man Cave next. My name is Milan Vukovic. Ten years ago, I got frustrated with the quality of Pau Diarco tea sold in the stores. So, I founded the Pau Diarco Tea Club that now ships our super tea to over 100 countries. 
You too can order or get info about the original Pure Pau Arco Super Tea at www.drinksupertea.com or by calling 818-965-9113. Why settle for less when you can order original Pure Pau Arco and drink Super Tea for only $34.95 per pound plus shipping? Each pound makes 300 cups, which is the equivalent of 12 cents per cup for the original Pure Pau Arco Super Tea. Order now at www.drinksupertea.com. That's drinksupertea.com or by calling 818-965-9113. That's drinksupertea.com or by calling 818-965-9113. The final phase of extermination is set to commence now. And as population die-off becomes evident, you know it is the time of punishment in all that is written. The cover for mass die-off is evolution and global warming frauds, also used as false proof of their Christ. They are from the lines that were disinherited 2,000 years ago. Now they claim to be his Christ based upon blood type, DNA, and long lifespan. Go to unveilingthem.com. That's U-N-V-E-I-L-I-N-G them.com. Stop aging now. Restore those joints. Boost your strength. Because it's official. Nutramedical has released the most exciting, powerful anti-aging supplement on the market. Dr. Bill Deagle's Red Deer Velvet DR has been approved by the U.S. Patent Office. Imagine stem cell rejuvenation all in one capsule without huge expense. Dr. Bill MD discovered that as an unborn baby grows in the mother's womb, he or she does not deteriorate or physically age. Red Deer Velvet DR, like the uterus, provides 300 biomolecules and six hormones protected in one special DR capsule that delivers lipid packages directly into your circulation. This patented technology bypasses the stomach and is released into the small bowel unaltered by digestive enzymes and stomach acid. Remember, Red Deer Velvet DR. Improve endurance, stimulate your immune system, increase learning ability, and even improve sexual libido with Red Deer Velvet DR. Click NutriMedical.com. That's N-U-T-R-I Medical.com. Or call toll-free 888-212-8871 and get on the road to a newer, rejuvenated, happier you. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented Made in America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Here in Florida, if you're listening to me right now, that's part of what the uh, that's part of what the deal is with me here on the show. So you know the it's interesting the um, on the heels of coming off of the Super Bowl, you you know you look at what um, you look at what the NFL teams now do in the in the off season. And sizing up what's going to happen with the salary cap, and I've talked about that before. And who, what are the big decisions on so many of the teams of, of what are they going to do, who are they going to keep, or you know what happens? What are some of the internal decisions that uh, happen? Like, there's here's a big question that a few of you have sent me in the mailbag: What happens to Demar Hamlin? Does he play next year? for you know the safety for the Bills. Do we see him again in a uniform, and does he play? Well, the answer is his doctors cleared him to play, and Buffalo has not said that he's not going to play for them next year. So you've got to kind of assume that we're going to see him again in a, um, in a Buffalo uniform, but it does 
I mean, it does bring up those questions of what happened with him and then his heart health and, you know, all of that's going to be a conversation that's going to be constant in once we go all the way through to training camp and once you get into training camps for the NFL, because it's always about who's healthy and, and who's replacing whom and who could possibly make it onto the team because they have so many cuts and, you know, we always talk about that. Well, then I think the question for Buffalo, without a doubt, where you know like Tampa Bay, it's about who's the next quarterback for real who steps in to replace Tom Brady who retired. And there are a lot of quarterback questions for a lot of teams. Then, of course, there are new coaches uh, for so many teams. And how do they gel with the team and what's their philosophy and all of that. But one of the big questions, absolutely, across the U.S., not just in Buffalo because people are going to be watching DeMar Hamlin, he has a lot of new fans, and not just people in Buffalo, but people across the country wondering what's going to happen with DeMar, and is he going to be able to, you know, is he going to be able to play next year? The doctors did clear him, that's official, but will he actually, once you get through maybe many camps, does he... Does he end up um, actually, you know, playing again? What a story that is. I mean, what a story it was to follow and what it's so scary to, to watch how that all unfolded and then to, and, and then to hear that he's been cleared. You know, he go from he almost dies on the field to people are praying and holding their breath and wanting updates, constant updates on his condition. And then him not, you know, not playing, not being able to play for the rest of the season in the handful of games left, but being able to be there to cheer his, you know, to cheer his teammates on, which was phenomenal, to the big question of some people worried about whether or not he can, you know, he can he can take it that he can sustain it, and some people thinking that maybe he should, and then the whole argument about uh, the NFL. By the way, NASCAR, some interesting, the you know, NASCAR has its Super Bowl, the Daytona 500, in the beginning of their season. Ricky Steinhaus Jr. wins heading into this. His odds, I was looking up his odds. The odds for him to win were, um, I saw him in a couple different places, 33 to 1 was the last odds that I saw him, 33 to 1. A lot of people were picking uh, Chase Elliott or uh, Denny Hamlin or uh, Kyle Larson or Kyle Busch. But how about that? So congratulations to him. Very, very big win there. I mean, when you come out of the gate and the Daytona is the, like I said, the, the whole enchilada, I mean, it's it's the big deal when you think about, you know, the sports world moving from one main event to the next, shifting from the Super Bowl to the Daytona 500. And you look at, um, you know, you, you, you look at, all of what goes into NASCAR, and then you see how many, it's funny because the hub said to me how many celebrities are involved in NASCAR and how many, you know, have teams or pieces of teams, including Michael Jordan, and you you don't, you realize how, how big it is if you've never been to a race, Ugh, I mean, any of these races I would suggest, but definitely go to a NASCAR race and get as close as you can so then you can really understand the action when you actually see it. And the Daytona 500 is certainly a hot ticket to get. And it was packed as was expected it would be. And, um, you know, the drivers that were favored and that were being talked about a lot, it, it certainly was not uh, the winner. It wasn't your winner with the 33-to-1 odds. But, hey, that's the beauty of racing. Anything Anything can happen, and sure enough, it did. So they're off to the races now when it comes to NASCAR, and we'll be talking more about that. And probably uh, I've thrown out a couple of lines on maybe some of the owners, so we'll see if we can get an owner or two on 
be interesting to to go inside the car, so to speak, with with them. And I've had a lot of questions about Invade the Man Cave lately. You know, I talk about that the book is being it's just being updated because I talk about sports of all sorts. You know, whether it's spring training, which we're into now in Major League Baseball, or whether we're talking about uh, the NFL and we're talking about the beginnings of the NFL, the history, or the history of the Super Bowl, or the Hall of Fame, or fantasy football. And on this show, and, I, and I've been asked this too, about Nail the Score, will I bring back Nail the Score next year? And the answer is, I think I will. Uh, it may be a little bit of a different format, I don't know. But we've had a couple of winners in the past for Nail the Score, but we haven't had anyone lately. People have come kind of close or just were on the wrong side of it, and that's why that's the beauty of Nail the Score. It's so hard to predict that, you know, predict the exact score and who's going to win. It seems like it would be easier than it is, but it's uh, but it's not. So in the off season, that will be something that's taken into consideration there may be some retooling of that. We'll see. And then coming up, of course, in, in the world of horse racing, because I had a question from Remy about that, like, hey, Kate, aren't you into horse racing? I'm really curious. Will you do anything about the Derby or any of the other big races? And, of course, the big Triple Crown races are the Derby, the Kentucky Derby, the Preakness, and the Belmont Stakes. And the answer is yes. I think I've told this story on the air my Two, two of my cousins are trainers, and I had a great-uncle Joe that was a jockey. So horse racing was a big deal in my family as to, you know, who was running where and what horse did they have. And my cousin John Service, who is a second cousin, he had, a, uh, he had the horse Smarty Jones several years ago, a long time ago, it seems like almost, that uh, almost won the Triple Crown you know, won the Kentucky Derby, won the Preakness, and narrowly lost the Belmont uh, Stakes. So, of course, we'll talk about the Kentucky Derby, and we'll talk about some of those races. Like I said, I talk about it in my uh, book as to the significance of, of horse racing. And then we have, in the world of golf, I mean, the they're big. One of the one of the biggest events in golf is coming up, and that is the Masters at Augusta, Georgia. And um, you know, we'll talk about who are the favorites at Augusta, and what do the American golfers look like, and what does the field look like, and all of that in between. So, if you have any thoughts on the show, send them to me. Again, just like we did our mail bag segment right before the man cave. Kate at KateDelaneyRadio.com. Thanks to all of you for listening to this hour of the show. Make it count, everybody. feel completely down on your luck, whether it's your career or just your life? Do you look at other people and wonder, why them, not me? I'm Kate Delaney. I did it. I admit it. I've learned some valuable and priceless lessons from some of the rock stars I've interviewed over the years, like Sir Richard Branson or the late, great John Madden, and I want to share them. Want to laugh? Want to learn? Want more out of life? Then pick up a copy of my book, Deal Your Own Destiny, Increase Your Odds, Win Big, and Become Extraordinary. Get it on Amazon today. The Tahibo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea naturally builds good cells and kills bad cells. So it's great for healthy people, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting an infection, diabetes, or cancer. To order, visit drinksupertea.com or call 818-965-9113. That's drinksupertea.com, 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com.